AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
Welcome to the Fighting Cock Podcast. I'm Wendy, I'm joined by Flav, T and Alex from Bristol. We reminisce on the cup final, we find out which Chelsea player should have polio. Pochettino's army is here to stay. I drop youthy nuggets, we unpack Fiorentina, Swansea and QPR are previewed badly, and we ponder which of Townsend or Lamella would be first out the door. Enjoy the pod, that's Coys for Come On You Spurs! Fuck off, Wendy! Cock! <laughs> it's the fighting. Hello, welcome to episode 36 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Hello. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I'm right compared to you, lot. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever felt this, this bad in all my life. I, was, I woke up this morning and I thought, I can't do it. I can't go for the emotional rollercoaster of talking about it. Secondly, I don't physically think I can get to the, the recording studio. <laughs> yeah, you don't look good. Thanks. None of us look. Well, Chris no, looks. You, you look especially crestfallen, and none of this is, seems to be about the game. No, oh no, the game is the least of my worries. Our, our, our own decisions, our own silly decisions, that leave us like this. Um, I deserve every minute of this, <laughs> this suffering. Um, how are you doing? How is everyone? I'm yeah. good. Chris, you went to the game. But you're you feel fine. Yeah, I'm. Full you're of the only beans. one drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm full of beans and um, full of optimism and full of pride. Mm. And probably full of shit, uh, <laughs> which I'll, I don't know, yeah, I'll, we'll I'll dispense it throughout the podcast like a <laughs> giant shit-filled Pez machine. <laughs> Drip feed. Uh, Tell you right? No. No. <laughs> Alex. Right. Next. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got a... Uh, whose stupid idea was to do it the day after the fucking... I thought we said we weren't going to do it the we day did, after. And then we was like, but if we win, we have to do it. And I thought we were going to win. I thought we were going to smash it. 5-0, <laughs> but obviously... <laughs> Reality set in very quickly when I realised, shit, we're not getting through this stuff. <laughs> no All right, anyway, uh, on Thursday, we're playing those bastards again. Uh, this time in the under-18s for the FA Youth Cup semi-final. It's a White Hart Lane. It's 7.45 kick-off. Uh, it's on telly, actually, ITV. But at 8.82, are going to be in block 16 and 15. There's been another poster designed by Pixel Chat. Especially good, this one. Uh, they're all great. I mean, they're all, all, all of them all... They are good, yeah. Brilliant. They're these are special, but um, this one I love, loved a bit. So the artwork's on our Twitter feed, and it'll be on the website as well. Have a little look at it. Come down, it's five pound for adults, one pound for concessions. So that's like OEPs and kids in it. Don't know. <laughs> and uh, we advise um, that we've been advised that uh, that you should purchase your tickets in advance. The game against Man United, I think, was. The whole of West Ham was full, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. the yeah. ticket offers before the game were massive, really? and, and yeah. people actually missed the start of the match because they couldn't get tickets in time. So, yeah, get get your tickets beforehand if you're planning to go. And we might win. Our under ratings are not a bad side, are they, Wendy? They're good, and we played Chelsea uh, the weekend. Um, we lost two one, but we played a really, really, really young team. I think they made a few changes as well. Chelsea are obviously, as you'd expect, a fantastic under eighteen outfit. But we've got some really good players, and we should be able to hold our own in, in these kind of matches. It's two legs as two well. Two legs, so. yeah. Uh, a lot of people asking about the return leg in at Stamford Bridge. It's a seven pm kick off, which poses obvious, obvious problems about getting there after work and stuff. When would that be? Uh, it's like the thirteenth of March, I think. Yeah, right. It's the following week, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> so we haven't made a decision basically because there's been a cup final to deal with <laughs> and now get over yeah. um, anyway you can buy, <clears throat> buy tickets 
844-844-0102 is the ticket office line. Select option two and you'll get through to someone. Just say the 1882 block or block 16 or 15. All right, Alex, how was your day yesterday? Uh, well, yesterday was, was all right. It was an early start, 9.30 start, and uh, the torch was excellent. In, uh, it's packed, it, yeah, I mean, it was round. I mean, we uh, had other means of... of uh, Felicitating and uh, alcohol, but it was uh, it was good. It was a fantastic atmosphere. Mm. It was um, when we left to go to the stadium. Actually, it was just as many people across the road taking photos of uh, carnage that was happening in and around the barriers of the pub yeah. as there was in the pub. But um, no, it was a good day. It was uh, atmosphere was good. The fans fans were great. It was just a really nice, happy atmosphere until about an hour into it, and then. And then it just all went uh, to pot. I mean, not about the game. I actually had the same as Windy. I came away with quite a few few positives after sitting down this morning and actually thinking about it. But at the time, I was angry. I don't know whether it's just cider that seems to give me angry hangovers and angry, angry drunkness. It was. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Well, we were just just out later on the rest that night. I had to I had to go home. At one point, I just said, right, well, that's it. I have, like, this switch in my mind that's like, I've had enough now. I've got to go home. Through any means necessary, I've got to go home, and that can't involve public transport. So <laughs> it's uh, so I paid for a, for a taxi back from Wembley to Egham. Nice hour-long conversation with Habib, my Afghanistanian... Is that right, Afghanistan? Yeah, Afghan. Afghan uh, taxi driver. He cheered me up slightly, because when I was moaning about the result and how refs are shit... Um, he reminded me that he's come from a war-torn country and he's got a degree in geology, but he has to drive a taxi for a living. So I'm not laughing at him, I'm laughing at Yeah, I felt bad afterwards. The completely juxtaposition of that. Yeah. yeah, it's completely apt, and when you actually put things in perspective, it don't really matter. Yeah. Then, then, uh, but t- today has been one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was just so I'm just angry. Hang, I'm just angry with the world. Yeah. My missus said that I, I called our bearded dragon a fucking cunt this morning when his, he has his automatic lights that come on. Our little lizard. What's a bearded? Oh, right. Like a lizard, yeah, yeah. Not like a picture I've drawn. No, it's just I've got like a, it's got like a lizard, but his lights come on at like seven o'clock in the morning and I just rolled over and called it a fucking cunt and went back to sleep. Um, you called your lizard a fucking cunt. Yeah, and then I've just stayed at home, just kind of, just for a day of d- depressing wanking and watching House of Cards and that's about it, really. So I'm not happy. Next. <laughs> I'm only laughing because um, I think you were asked what genre. Yes. <laughs> fake taxi. What? I was asked what genre of porn it was. I was just saying, fake taxi's doing all right for itself. It's just pulling up trees at the minute. It's doing good stuff. I don't even know what fake taxi is. Fuck off. I genuinely don't. I'll show you. All right. <laughs> Half time. Yeah. I might have to rub one out. In yeah, time. okay, fine. Wendy, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I'm all good. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the game. What did you get up to? I went with my family and a friend. Yeah, it's it <clears> very <throat> civilized compared to you lot. Um, yeah, it was good. Good experience. Good, good night around where we were sat in um, five nineteen, I think it was. Mm. Um, yeah, decent, decent bunch of people around there making a fair bit of noise. Got behind the team. Got behind the team when we went behind yeah. as well, mm, which was, good. I think was important. We completely outsung Chelsea for most of the game. Oh, they were shit. Even though we were pretty quiet in the second half, I was expecting a lot more from the Chelsea fans, to be honest, yeah. when they were winning, but no, there was nothing really. Them really. A couple yeah. of things summed them up about yesterday, but we'll come, we'll come into it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, yesterday was yesterday was cool. I went to my friend's house <laughs> in um in Colindale. Had a few beers before the game. Mm. Um I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a case of I didn't feel optimistic, but I just thought anything that happens today today is a bonus, mm. really, because you know, before you know, at the start of the season we just thought, well, you know, it's a transitional season, new manager, bought five new players. Mm. <clears throat> so we're just gonna see, you know, see where it takes us. And the fact we're in a final, I was happy because um a lot of these young players get to experience when we get to experience a big game. Yeah. And I think they will look on yesterday and think, you know what, we don't want to be losers again. And we, you know, next season they'll, turn, they'll probably push on. But overall, yesterday was fun. But I think I drank too much in the end. Yeah, you was you was in a bad way. <laughs> About eleven o'clock last night, I, he was very angry. Oh God! <laughs> you can't stop this. Sat, I bought you a pint of Guinness because I thought you'd asked. Like you'd asked one, no. and you was incredulous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't have to drink it. Like, I didn't ask for it, though. Oh, sake, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so, it's, it's, I loved it. Uh, yeah, we had, I, I had a great day. I, I, I loved it. I enjoyed... Even though we lost, it was weird. It was, there was this kind of stoical reaction to it, and that's quite rare, because our fans, all football fans, yeah. react badly to losing. But I think because we've done so well to get to the final... We did all right in the game. I mean, they they defended fantastically. Their style of football is horrible. It was right? ruthlessly efficient, wasn't yeah. it? That yeah. sums it up, I think. It was just... And given that they do have flair players, mm. it's like they, 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 they play to their strengths. Yeah. I they don't play to a team that's, uh, that spent £200 million pounds or whatever it is on the they, front they, side. They played to... The team represented what the manager represents, which is a kind of cynicism, which I really detest watching, and, and I can't imagine many of their fans really <coughs> take pride in that style. They just it was the game was littered with Chelsea making tactical fouls, stopping a move before <coughs> it even started, and at the same time drawing fouls by waiting for the slightest touch and then throwing themselves onto the ground. Yeah, and I, I know people say Harry Kane's gone to ground easily a few times, but if you look at the way. William played yesterday, for example. Ramirez, they're just drawing fouls constantly. And the disappointing thing was that our players kind of gave them exactly what they wanted and they made those stupid... Rose and uh, Nikos kept kind of going into the back of their yeah. man and giving away irritating fouls. But I thought Ramirez was very lucky. kept making, like, chipping away at our players, making little fouls here and there. Ended up with five and didn't get booked. Really? I just felt like the referee should have clamped down on it earlier. Mm. Um, and it, it kind of... I got the impression that he wanted to clamp down on it and that's why he booked Dyer for a, what was effectively a 50-50 where no one was in control of the ball. So that he got that one wrong. But it felt like that he was trying to make some kind of point, like, here we go, lads, let's stop this now. But it, he did it, got, went about it completely the wrong way and booked the wrong player. Yeah. Um, I, I was a bit disappointed with how easily we were sucked in to, um, into their, their sort of style. But overall, I was really impressed with how we played. I thought our style in the first half was possession-based, um, ben Taleb was keeping things ticking over superbly. <laughs> Alex's heart's fluttering. <laughs> ben Taleb was magnificent. Dyer defended very sensibly. I mean, Kane. The problem was the three, the band of three behind Kane were sort of struggling to have any impact. So he was having to drop deeper and sort of took it upon himself to try and drive forward. Mm. And those, we've just been unfortunate that those three have either lost form or not gained form at the wrong time. And we just need one or two of them to come into form at the right moment. And it looked like it was going to be Chadley at one point, and then unfortunately his, his father passed away. And, and from then he hasn't really true, gained yeah, yeah. that form back. That so break, it, it was just unfortunate, really, that, that none of them could, could have the day that we wanted one of them to have. 
but um, they subbed on Quadrado just to foul, just to foul one of our players and get a booking. I, I think Willian might have already been booked. But it speaks volumes that Chelsea were set up to stop us playing. They weren't set up to hurt us in any way. They were set up to stop us playing. Um, they put Zuma in midfield. Nothing got past him. Um, he was good. He just he, he pretty much single-handedly destroyed Eriksen, um, Townsend and Chadley by himself. Mm. They just could not find a way around him. And um, I think it was Bodger that just said it's a triangle of doom, <laughs> which was um, Terry, Cahill and Zuma. Just that, that triangle there, nothing was getting through it. And Kane was forced to go out wide and cross, cross the point to an area where no one was. I don't really want to talk about Mourinho too much, but there's two things on, on him yesterday. I think after the game, he, he talked about tactics in finals and that finals are finals and finals are not games to be about a philosophy or about how you play, but they're games to be won. And we know that he's, you know, like I said, ruthlessly efficient when it comes to that side of things and everything that you've just talked about, about them drawing fouls and everything like that was exactly what the game plan is. It's about winning that game at, what, at whatever cost. And if anyone thinks that we were ever going to get any rub of the green or 50-50 when it came to bookings or, or anything like that after the platform that he had been given mm. the whole week and the two weeks before sprouting that nonsense on, on goals on Sunday whilst they sat round his feet and kissed his ass, mm. then they're deluding themselves because it was never going to happen. And I, or you could see it from the first, the first four or five fouls that went in and, and no book in. I just knew. I thought, you know, it's, I don't know whether the game was going to be decided on that, but it was certainly something that was hugely frustrating. And I think some of the boys showed a little bit of naivety, as you said, in, in, in getting wound up by it and giving away silly fouls in silly areas. Um, you know, like the first goal, for example. I mean, I haven't watched it back. I haven't oh. watched it back, but I don't know whether that first... Well, that was that was a free kick. The first goal, it was, soft, just, it? it was very soft. And the, the thing that bugged me about it was Costa had just palmed off Bentaleb in the face, and what Chadley did was basically holding his man. But very, it wasn't a proper kind of grab or anything. It was very similar to the Costa one, and he didn't mm. even give a free kick for that one, which was more obvious because it was in the face. It's just the one that Bentaleb reacted quite. Badly. Yeah, yeah, and it, it just irritated me that the, the inconsistent decisions was annoying, and then the goal wasn't very well defended. I don't, no, I don't understand why we had a line of defenders, and then Chelsea had players sort of backing up their men, and we had no one in that in that little. It was strange. Rose almost because it, it was Rose that headed it on. Wasn't it? He, yeah. he almost as if he was attacking the yeah. ball from the wrong side. It was it was quite strange. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was it, it was odd. It was odd. <clears throat> um, but how did you think? I mean, we lost two 0 Was that fair? Do you think on, on the grand scheme of things? I can't. I've got to be honest. I don't remember a great deal of it. Like, people were telling me stuff today happening <laughs> in the game, and I was like, what "The fuck was I watching?" If I'm honest, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. they had a plan, especially after. what I mean, it was always going to be a tough ask, of course it was. But after what had happened at White Lane earlier in the season it would have been remarkable to beat him again like mm. that and he like I said he's just ruthlessly efficient he knew what it was that he had to and shut down and that's what they did exact opposite of the traditions of Tottenham well it? this is what we don't do we don't I was screaming we're, we're just not nasty enough we're not we, nasty, we, need, but we also... need to get in and just start being twats yeah but then <laughs> you've got, you got to follow yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got to have some of it though I just like I said I've but said you... on the pod before my dad always said if you're if walk off a pitch when you've been either outplayed or getting dicked four or five nil and you come off with less than six bookings. <laughs> you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't done your job. <laughs> I was saying I was also saying yesterday that if the games were the other way around, so if we beat Chelsea five three in December hmm. and lost three nil in January, I think we might have won yesterday in the sense that they'd had their noses bloody, it's fresh in their mind, yeah. they're not gonna allow 
the same things to happen again. So, so there was an element of that yesterday. Because yeah. I mean, as, as I said, they they were built to stifle Tottenham. They weren't built to win it. It's built to stifle our best players, and, and they did. Mm. And last time I was on, I, I think it's last time I, I, I blew people's minds a bit with my barnacle goose analogy. <laughs> and people on Twitter were like, "What the hell have you just been saying?" But um, coaching this morning, I, I said this morning, I need to come up with uh, another analogy because my it's my USP now. I'm giving up on the youth stuff. So today, today's analogy is an army one. So we've got Field Marshal uh, Pochettino, who's kind of been training up our... He's come in, he's trained up our regiment all season. Um, it's taken, taken them on cross-country runs with their kit bags and you know, they've been doing Tough Mudder-style stuff. Um, and he, he sent them away on a few training battles, but this time he had to send them to war for real. And we've had Lieutenant Chadley, who's stepped on an improvised explosive device. <laughs> Captain Walker's killed some civilians in friendly fire. <laughs> Officer Soldado's suffering from post-traumatic stress. <laughs> and uh, Major Vaughan was taken as a prisoner of war. <laughs> I think we'll have sort of learnt from the experience, and next time we go to war, we'll have more Apache helicopters and air defence missile systems, because we've got Paul Mitchell there now, who's going to bring in... Players and make us a stronger, a stronger squad because that's, yeah, the that's issue. fucking kill them. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking face. Sorry, when you do the whole pod <laughs> in an allergy, so I yeah. love that. That's fantastic, and pretty much sums up um, exactly how it went. Um, I, like I said, I, I can't remember a great deal about the game. I was enjoying myself too much before and after, and after. I literally woke up on my sofa at 5.30 this morning. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, what's gone? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the horror. The absolute horror. And I turned around and Casey sit, sit, sitting there, sitting bolt upright, but asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was quite a nice, happy... I was, I was so pissed, but cause I think because of the magnitude of it there, I was still quite able to take a lot of the game in, but I was so pissed at one stage that at half-time, you never know, toilets toilet when you queue up. There's no... In some parts of it, there's no, there's no you're right, it's just cubicles, yeah, yeah. so you just queue up. And so it's, imagine there's, like, a queue of, like, five, six people behind you, and I was just... I was, like, swaying a bit, mm. and I thought, well, fuck this. It's a cup final, I'm going to treat myself. So I took my pants and trousers, and I sat down yeah, and had a piss <laughs> facing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the door was open. Yeah, there's no door. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. door open. Yeah, door was open. The door was just... off. fuck it. So I just stood down and just sat on the toilet. You and, had a sit-down yeah, wee. I, I had a lady wee <laughs> in just whilst kids and other chaps watched me. What? Yeah, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I did have no shame. And I thought, and I said, I said, this, I'm this pissed. <laughs> this, this is how pissed I am. <laughs> and that was that. So, uh... It was always going to. That was. I knew that was how the rest of the day was going to go. I thought, if, even if we lose this, that's the highlight of my. Car. I don't even do that in the privacy of my own bathroom. Well, there were there was people joking about it, and I thought, well, you joke, <laughs> but I'm going to do this shit. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I don't care. It was. I was so. I, I couldn't it. stand up. It was. It was. It, I was already. I was angry. <laughs> I was that angry. I was like, well, I don't care what you think. Look at me. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, uh, the one thing I can say about half time is this: it's like there was a, it was, uh, there was a big fight. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there was a fight next to me as well between two of our own fans. There was in the, um, it was down down in the gangway. Oh no, we had it actually in the middle of the second half. Really? Yeah. Well, don't, I don't know what it was about. Like I said, <laughs> I was too busy telling the bloke next to me that I'd sat down <laughs> in the toilet. Uh, yeah, there was this kid. Well, he was a kid, he's about mid-twenties. And he was just going, you're all cunts, you're all cunts. Sing, it's the fucking cup final. And you're thinking, the atmosphere's been all right, actually. Yeah. I mean, I get where he's coming from. You want people to be passionate, but I wouldn't go so far as to 
in their very person scream cunts in their faces. <laughs> and apparently it was like a 20-man brawl. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got filled in. Lovely. Mm. It's not great to see when you're in support, but I think it's less about Spurs fans fighting each other and more people taking the exception to being called a cunt. Yeah. Which you can understand. Um, but the Chelsea fans, I want to talk a little bit about them. Um, what is it? I mean, my my opinion of football is that success, sustained success, actually is a bad thing for any fan base because yep. you become, um, what's the word? You kind of used to. It's just numb. You just they're just numb. Yeah, and 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 that in part when we was walking away from down Wembley Way and it was packed, like mm-hmm. it was it was rammed and the police had stopped to allow the station to clear. And the atmosphere was just fucking brilliant. Like, like there's, there was this, like I said at the beginning, there was a real stoical reaction to losing the cup final. And it, when it was under that bridge, just blow, and the, there was this echo in off the feet. It was yeah. just fucking fantastic. And my my heart swelled. It was at that good. moment. It was like any pain I had from the game yeah. was gone because I knew I was part of something bigger and better. And then around us, spotted around us. Chelsea fucking scarves. Chelsea, not, not a great deal. Yeah. But I've heard, read, and seen on Twitter. Oh, I've seen plenty of them that were left before the cup was even raised. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was a guy who left on eighty minutes, and there was three Chelsea fans in the train with him, and he was like, well, "What are you doing?" And apparently, the reaction—well, not apparently. This yeah. is a direct quote. It was that um, once you've seen us lift the Champions League, this is nothing. Yeah. And. That's really sad. And Mourinho was virtually in tears, wasn't he, at the end of the game? Yeah. With, like his kind of joy with it all. So the fact that their fans are leaving, some of their fans are leaving in eighty minutes. I mean, if their manager, who's won everything, can appreciate it to the extent where he's crying with joy, then mm. surely their fans can get something out. I of never it. know when he's genuine or not, or what, how much of it is for cameras and all the rest of it. To be honest, but no, like I said, I, we, I stayed to the end. I stayed and clapped as the boys went up and got their medals and stuff, and and all the rest of it. Uh, but then when I left, you know, after that, the cup has still not been raised, and there was plenty, plenty of Chelsea fans outside, mm. which is just really, really sad. And then, like I said, they made zero noise other than when they got to wave the flags, <laughs> and yeah. then it was just nothing until they scored. Yeah. And then even then, it was quite quiet until the second one went in, and then, and then a little bit. When I was walking walking down Wembley Way to the ground. Um, and there was a division between the two sets of fans, and you could see the difference. Mm. Different type of support. It was, ours was like buzzing and loving the fact we were there, and they were kind of just plodding along like it was any other game. And some of them might use that, saying, "Well, look how excited you are for that." But if you can't get excited about going to Wembley, exactly, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. What, if you yeah. can't get excited about your own team being at Wembley, so much so that you you're not singing, all right, but you're leaving before the cup's even raised. Exactly. That, that is fucked, and I wouldn't swap. Lo- I-, I wouldn't swap losing two 0 for all of the oil money in the well, world. This is my I argument. genuinely think yeah. it, would, it would destroy us. This is my argument when people say, you know, I've seen plenty of people on Twitter over time, particularly when we had the, you know, after the Stoke game and stuff like that, saying, "Fuck's sake, it must be our turn now." Just I've seen people say, "Look, I just want any Baron, just yeah. a Baron, just yeah. take us over." I'm like, Look, you watch that Man City Barcelona game the other week. If that is what happens, if that was against the best team in the world, yeah, arguably, it was dead, wasn't it? It was horrific. And I turned, I, I tweeted, I said, if that is what success in inverted commas brings you, then give me finishing eighth and a cup final every few years, any day. Absolutely, one hundred percent, completely agree with you. And then we've got a few questions in about people asking, what would we? Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. Something, something along the lines of finishing fourth or winning the cup and finishing outside. And, I mean, we've talked about it on the pod before, but it's just 
who gives a fuck about the Champions League? It's yeah. been sold, it's force-fed oh. down people's throats to say that this is an amazing competition, you're nothing without it. Mm. And it's not true. You, it's not. You, you enjoy going to your football club and, and getting out of it what you do, not because you're, in, you're able to suddenly pay footballers twice as the amount of money you, that you would have been able to because you're playing in some fucking foie gras bollocks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, you just fed this shit saying, go and change it. I was just trying to say, Frog, oh, I, wonder, I thought you were saying something else. That's no. why I panicked. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally like having a tube throwing it down your feet and going, just feeding you this bollocks by Sky and, 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 and Champions League. I fucking hate it. That's no, true. I mean, um, but the Champions League season was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a good fun. But a lot of people say, oh, you know, maybe we should just sack off the Europa League. No! And then, you know, maybe why don't we take the Europa League, finish eighth? So. You don't you say so you want us to not qualify for Europe, try to qualify for Europe that one that, that's fucking it's retarded. Circle, yeah. I'd rather us have two games a week than have than just have one game every week. You know, I, I mean the Europa League is what it is, it's bloated, they've got Champions League teams in there, which isn't right. But I just think Spurs being in Europe, I mean who was with the Bionic who said, you know, yeah. without you know, without Europe, you know You're nothing. Yeah. So I know I know what you're saying. I, I, do, I must admit I do struggle with the Europa League. I, I find it I find the fact that 11 games in only gets you to a last 32 stage and Champions League dropping out. I've re- I find that really difficult to overcome. There's way too many Because games, we don't play like a Tottenham team in Europe. It's, I can't remember the last time we played the, the, the Tottenham way in inverted commas. Yeah, at home it, we do. I, I don't think we do like, always, though. Sometimes, but not, but not yeah, always. And the lower the standard of the team, the lower we tend to go into the dregs as well. I, I do struggle with it, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, if it's it's Europe is Europe, but uh, I, I wouldn't be too massively disappointed if we had a year out of it. I don't think anyone would be disappointed, but if you had a choice whether to be in it or not, in uh, it, well, yeah, I'd say in it mm. always. There's too many games. To, uh, it's, it's a good thing in a way to have that number of games because you can bring more young players through and and, and keep That's the true. squad players happy. And I think people sometimes forget that. I mean, if we were just playing the 38 Premier League games then you're going to end up with unhappy squad players who move on and then you've got a weak squad. So, yeah, that's I don't know, there's a, there's a balancing act. And I think Pochettino's done it pretty well this year. He's yeah. kind of got us through three competitions and not, you know... We've done well in all. He could have perhaps changed a few things in, in certain key games, but on the whole, he's used the squad well. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a few Europa League, where would Harry Kane be? I mean, probably he'd be yeah, anyway, true, but yeah. Harry Kane first, you know, got through in the Europa League... All right, I take it. A couple, couple, of people, <laughs> couple of people complained about us getting knocked out at this early stage of the Europa League. I think it's the last 32 we got knocked out in. But people forget we got knocked out in the group stages under Harry Redknapp, but no one talks mm. about that. So. Redknapp through the competition, basically. Just, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like Kane every game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I just say, can I just say, happy birthday, Poch. Yeah, 43. That's his, his birthday. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck about your birthday, man. I've never met you. Oh, do I? Oh, that's mean. <laughs> I'm not having that. Don't I care. love you, man. I love him, but I don't, I don't care. Oh, I'll say happy birthday all day long. Oh, you do that. Oh, I'm, I'm too angry. Let's, let's not get into it. With just, uh, I'm always I'm going to sit down in that toilet with that door open. <laughs> <laughs> Lady me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just basic Chelsea fans are shit. Hate yeah, them. They should be banned from trains as well, I'd say. For their own yeah. good. Yeah. If nothing If else. they're not being racist, they're being cunt. Have we all seen the Vine what? What today one? of John Terry? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, it, no. it, it looks What's cynical. I've not seen it. I'll have to show you at a break, but it's essentially him walking up the steps and 
an Asian gentleman offers his hand in oh, support, no. doesn't looks at him, doesn't shake it, walks up oh, three more steps, and then shakes a white person's hand. Wendy, he looks him in the eye. Yeah, it's and, very damning. And walks past, and he doesn't even flinch. No. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. No way am I shaking your hand. No. You're not Chelsea. You're yeah. not Chelsea. You're not white. I'm not interested. Did you, did you see the Paddy Power stand outside? Oh, because I'd forgotten what? all about pa- this it. Is Paddy Power won, a, won an award at the FBA. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. fuck, that's flooding. But I, oh, I, I, I fucking pr- can't. Pr- pr- prove you're not prejudiced, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prove you're not prejudiced. And who are the people that, uh, uh, that, 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 that took the gig to stand there? I mean, does no one have any kind of moral know, grounding at I all? I know, it's, it's disgusting. I, I can't believe that Paddy pa- the people that do that Paddy pa- haven't been attacked. <laughs> They've done all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. I sh- They've done terrible things, and, and it's like it's it's made to go viral by taking the piss out of things, really. That shouldn't be. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. We've said terrible things on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? and we've laughed at things that we shouldn't do. But that's in broad daylight amongst <clears throat> thousands of thousands of fans. If that was Spurs, I, I thought it was a joke. I genuinely thought it was a joke at first. I, I, I thought it was Photoshop or yeah. whatever. It's very very surreal. I, just, I, just... The, I think the head office needs bombing. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> You can't see T's face right now, but it's, 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 it's a face it's I've never quite seen. There's, it's there's showing very little of, emotion. Yeah. yeah. The there's office. nothing behind those eyes. From the office. Yeah, remember in Oklahoma, that didn't happen there, yeah, just do that. Fucking <laughs> hell, <laughs> There's my cigarette. Alright, anything else to say? Sorry, Oklahoma. The only thing I wanted to say was why did it have to be John Terry that scored that first goal? I mean, and he played, and he he played so well as well, and it was just disgusting. They to did watch. defend. Do you know why? Could bad things happen to good people, and that's the way in the world, all right? <laughs> good things. You know, we talked about having to guy. People. Good things happen to bad. Yeah. Bad things happen to good people. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're the good goodies. People. Okay. Yeah. I see. Terry's the baddie, and he did that to us. Yeah. Shouldn't by the law, letter the of the uh, of uh, karma. And if God was looking down, I know he's got other things to sort out around the world, but maybe he should have taken a minute out <laughs> and, uh, you know, made him pull a hamstring or something. Or just give him polio. <laughs> Sudden oh, yeah. onset of polio. Small <laughs> Just as he's about yeah. to strike the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> fucked. The bolt pop- comes down from the white arch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's fucked by polio. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> Great stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Was you gonna, all right, uh, yeah. that's it for the first half of the Fighting Cop podcast. <laughs> Windy, now it's you. Yeah. Windy, back to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the lone players as usual, Tom Carroll played just over an hour as Swansea won 1-0 at Burnley. Aaron Lennon was the 62nd minute sub as Everton lost 2-0 to the Scum. Ryan Fredericks wasn't involved for Middlesbrough this week and Jordan Archer wasn't involved for Millwall. Alex Pritchard played the whole game though as Brentford lost 1-0 at Birmingham. Grant Hall played 90 minutes for Blackpool as he lost 3-1 at home to Wigan. He missed a good chance with a header. Kenny McAvoy was an unused sub for Colchester, Nathan Odewa was an unused sub for Luton, and Shaq Cawthurst was an unused sub for Southend. Dominic Ball came off the bench on 76 minutes as Cambridge won 2-0 at Morecambe. And finally, Emmanuel Sanupe was an 86-minute sub for St Mirren as they beat Hamilton 1-0.
Uh, Under-18s had two big games. They beat Arsenal 4-1 on Wednesday and lost 2-1 to Chelsea on Saturday. Shane Harrison scored a hat-trick against Arsenal, with Ryan Loft getting the other, before a much-changed side played Chelsea at Cobham. We went 1-0 up with a Ryan Loft penalty before conceding two second-half goals. Coach Kieran McKenna said, We're always disappointed whenever we lose a game because we go into every match to win it, but there were lots of positives that we could take out of the game. He said, Looking at the scholars who played, I thought Charlie Owens was outstanding in the middle of midfield, while some of the under-16s came in and did well. Those under-16s were Dylan Duncan, who made his first start at this level, as well as Jaden Brown, a 16-year-old centre-back, who partnered Jaffet Tanganga, who's 15. Also, under-16 player Jack Rolls played the first half of the under-16s match, scoring a goal, before coming on towards the end of the under-18 match for his debut. Our under-21s were 4 up against Everton at half-time, and the match finished that way. Shaq Coulthurst, who's allowed to play for the under-21s as part of his loan deal, scored twice. Connor Ogilvie scored one, and Ruben Lemiris converted a penalty that he'd won. That result puts us level top with Man United in the under-21 Premier League with a game in hand. We have the under-18 Youth Cup match on Thursday at White Hart Lane against Chelsea. That's the first of a two-legged affair. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at Wendy Coys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you can have a cookie, go ahead. Uh, the second half of the Fighting Cup podcast. Wendy, thanks a lot, mate. Pleasure. Um, Sorry if there's road noise, by the way. I, I recorded it just up the road <laughs> earlier on. had a busy weekend. What, you, what, is he in your car? Yeah, I had to re- record it in my car by the side of the road. Yeah, pulled over to record the youth update. <laughs> Good work. Um, the Fighting Cock is sponsored by Calm, 12 men a day commit suicide. It's thought that it's because we don't talk about our problems. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be someone you know. Calm have a helpline open from 5pm until midnight. The number's 0808-802-5858. Also have a web web chat that's open from 5pm until midnight. Visit thecalmzone.net. The Twitter handle is at thecalmzone. I'm trying to stop laughing because (laughs) of how relevant that number seems to me right now. Yeah, not just that. uh, It's just the story. We were talking about Florence and the the things that happened in Fiorentina. You you guys went, didn't you? Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. Um, There were some issues getting into the ground. I mean, we knew that there was going to be issues given what happened between... Fairhold. Fairhold and and Roma. And then, I mean, Roma have a history (laughs) of kicking off. (coughs) Fairhold, obviously, are famous for it. They got done by Spurs in 74? Yeah. Yeah, fuck them. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, but <laughs> there was a bit, a bit of a thorough search yeah, to all... some fans going into the crowd. Because <laughs> I, I got into pretty much no problem. They just gave you a normal search. Yeah. And um, I saw Dan Lowe. Does um, the away days. Yeah, does the away days. And he just, his face just looked, you know, just, like, what, what, what happened to you, mate? So um, I, I got raped. <laughs> So the reaction, the reaction was exactly like the same as, as, as what you guys did. Did he laugh? Well, he was like, no, this... this what do you mean got raped? He said, I got raped. I said, listen, Rita, what happened? He said, yeah, well... How when they were frisking me, they parted my board and got my arse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Through his clothes. <laughs> Through his clothes? Yeah, Why? Because that's, that's how they flick people in Italy. What, part your balls? No, you <laughs> mean part them? You might have been a tracky bottom, so it might have been easier to just get the, you know... I don't know, like pull oh. the balls apart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then pull what? a ball and like, click-a-clacks. 
football and then run a finger between the balls over the gooch yeah. and into the arsehole. Gooch. <laughs> Sorry, I just love that word. <laughs> Short version of perennial. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what Did you say you got touched, Wendy? Yeah, yeah. My, my, my yeah, they, they were very thorough and they basically touched my crotch, yeah. Really? Yeah. What are they looking for? Literally little, you know, in Alan Partridge, where he sort of says your little finger just touched it. It was like, it was like, <laughs> it was like that. I, I looked him in the eye and sort of said, you, 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 you're on it. <laughs> yeah. You got it right there. You found it. You well got... done you. You got me. <laughs> oh, you cheeky devil. Yeah. Uh, but Dan wasn't happy, understandably. You know, no one, it, I mean, it's turned to an sexual assault. Yeah. Because it's his, it's his arsehole and it's his. And it, you know, it belongs to him and doesn't belong to the uh, bouncers that were going to the Italian authorities. I think the, the police, and I think even I don't think women got off lightly either. It was police, it wasn't like. No, they're police. There were two, two sections. There's like two checks, weren't there? Yeah, the first check was the police and the second police check was the police. Police and then the stewards, yeah. I mean, the whole thing was quite bad, badly organised. I, mean, I did um, an interview oh. for Spurs TV before the game at. Like quarter to five, so very, very early. Slightly dropping that. Yeah, sorry, I did an interview with Radio Woking on Friday, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the reason I had to be there so early. But I, me and my friend both thought, now we're here early, we might as well walk around, find the entrance way. Mm. And we started walking around the grounds, and it was just Fiorentina fans. They, Italian fans get there really early for games. I don't know if they were just there to enjoy the atmosphere or whatever, but it was really, really busy, and it was very early. Anyway, we're walking around, and we got to the um, where we thought we were meant to be going in we said to a steward oh how do we get in and she was like oh no you can't get in this way you need to go background so we had to walk around the whole length of the stadium again and even then it wasn't clear where away fans should go there was no signposting no stewards tell you where to go mm. and we were just relying on other spurs fans <clears throat> and everyone was saying oh you can't get in around there you can't get in around there we're like well you got to get in somewhere there's got to be <laughs> an entrance way <laughs> we just kept going and eventually there was like a row of policemen stopping anyone walking in except if you had an away ticket. So it's really um, clear from that point that it was kind of tough security. They really paranoid, I think. Really paranoid, but then it, I wasn't quite prepared for just how overzealous it was. And as we came out, I mean, we had to wait 45 minutes after the end of the game in mm. the pouring rain in a tiny little pen and people were upset from the result and just wanted to kind of get home or go for a drink. <coughs> and so we were quite fed up for being held in there for 45 minutes, got out, and there's just rows and rows and rows of riot police with shields and batons, and some of them are holding their batons ready as if we were kind of com coming out with <coughs> guns blazing. And everyone was so laid back, and, and there was no sign of any bother. Yeah. And you kind of walked further down, and there was just police van after police van after police van, and then the buses were there. And they were sort of saying, you know, you've got to get on the bus, you've got to get on the bus, go to the centre. And me and my friend were going to a hotel which was much nearer to the ground than the centre, so we were just sort of saying, well, no, our hotel's there, we're, we don't want to go to the centre. Yeah. And he was saying, it's for your safety, it's for your own safety. And we just carried on walking, just walked through the, the barricade in the end. But it was just completely bizarre, and it kind of created an atmosphere that wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, we, we've, we've suffered with this before in Seville that was the exact same it thing. wasn't too dissimilar to that in Benfica either yeah. last year to be honest on the way out certainly. football fans are just treated like animals yeah, yeah. especially yeah. the English yeah but um, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people are angry at the Italian police but I think the Spurs stewards are also culpable as well because they didn't we were being fed no information at all we were penned in inside the stadium for about 50 minutes and the Spurs stewards <coughs> didn't say they didn't like go outside to ask what was going on. Say you guys going to be here for another half an hour. So just not knowing made it even worse. Mm. Yeah. And then we got we leave the stadium and we go to this um, to the buses, which means they didn't get up. I, I had to get on. 
So I'm on the bus thinking, OK, this bus is going to move. 45 minutes, the bus didn't move. Fucking and the hell. doors were closed, and I was getting claustrophobic. I had to take my coat off because I was getting claustrophobic. It was that bad. Mm. Then I opened the doors, so I had to stand outside to get some fresh air. And then the bus eventually moves. But I think the reason it took that time was they wanted to clear the road to, because of the police escort. But... I can't bear The just, waiting is just horrific, just, yeah. I'm not in a rush to go back to Italy to watch Spurs. Mm. Would you <coughs> rather take your chances and just be allowed to leave whenever you want? Or would you be... Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a threat that I might get jumped if I leave on my, on my Todd. Yeah. There's a middle ground, I think, where you don't need... I mean, if it had been half the time and a third of the police, it would have been fine. Mm. There was no need for what they did, and I'm sure it's because of the Feyenoord fans a couple of weeks before, and they were paranoid. But it just felt bizarre. and it, Like I said, it created an atmosphere that otherwise wasn't there, and it made people frustrated and angry and want to take their anger out. And, they, you know... A few of the fans were kind of banging on the um, the metal gates yeah, yeah, because yeah. because they wanted to get out. They wanted to, they... and the right van as well. So I was hitting the fence on the, on the right van. So I thought if they if they open that door, and yeah, do I exactly. Them? I was getting a bit paranoid, and yeah. I think that's why when we got out, they were kind of ready to clutch their batons and, and charge. Basically, it was a very bizarre situation. But the frustrating thing is when they when when um, God, teams from Europe come to England, they don't get this. You know, they go to the stadium. They leave the stadium, you know, the fans normally leave together. No bother, we go over there, we've got done for all these hoops. Kind of made you appreciate, <clears throat> in a funny way, English stewards and police, which we generally have a problem with, yeah. like, of football, but you realise that they do it pretty well compared to a yeah. lot of other countries. They get a lot of stick, actually, the police in England, but I think, by and large, certainly at Spurs, they, they do, they do, do yeah. a good job. Yeah. Um, not so much in protecting the away fans like Arsenal and, and uh, Chelsea and West Ham because they are kind of led down that road and then it's just like... Yeah. Away you go, yeah. Free-for-all. It's yeah. like, yeah, God, now now you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah. We've got you away from the ground kind of thing. But they, 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 they've somehow managed to find a happy medium between being over-policing and the right level. Um, but that isn't true all over the country. Some um, areas have worse. I think West Yorkshire are particularly bad. Midlands are pretty bad. So... Yeah. I don't know. If you ever, ever have any issues with policing or stewarding, um, there's an excellent Twitter account run by a lady called Amanda Jacks from the Football Supporters Federation. It's at fair, FSF yeah. underscore Faircop. Or the other way, Faircop underscore SF, FSF. One or the other. But have a little look. She does great work. All right. Um, what about the game? Frustrating? <sighs> yeah. My, it was about as frustrating as my stream was. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, there was an element, I think, of a few too many eyes on Sunday. I think that, that might have been part of it. I think it shows that 1 to 11 is decent, 11 to 17, 18 perhaps isn't. Um, just hugely frustrating and just very similar to the West Ham game mm. in terms of, Nothing was getting moving, and very similar to the, almost the start of the season, bar QPR. Uh, it was just very stop-start, and... Uh, I thought the first half we played well. I thought we were better, much better team in the first half. I can't remember a huge amount about it now, but I, I don't remember feeling particularly happy at half-time. It so. similar to the first leg, uh, in that they kind of they got a further the game going on, and maybe that's to do with our... Oh, I, I mean, it should have been out of sight after 20 minutes of the first leg anyway, shouldn't it? Yeah. Um, is this where you go bad about Soldado? No, 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 right. no, no, not at all. <laughs> but um, I think we've just got this massive um, Arsenal hangover because since then they've not really played played brilliantly for any prolonged period. Mm. Um, 
as Vlad said, we started the game well enough, but um, when we play well, we need to be getting the goals in that period. Mm. So, against West Brom, we played well, we got two goals in 15 minutes, which is what we should be doing. Mm. But we need to be more clinical in, in front of goal. It was just very frustrating. And, well, I'm going to mention him now, but Soldado, he's through on goal. And I'm, I'm actually getting ready to celebrate it, and I'm just like, what have you done? Yeah. What have you done to me? What have you done? And he's got a medal. He's got a loser's fucking medal. He's got he's got a medal. What? I can't believe he's got a fuck what from yesterday. From yesterday. Oh, fucking medal, man. I thought someone had just given him a medal no, with loser no, on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I completely lost my thread, but um. <laughs> but yeah, you were you were angry. You were angry. Still, Even I in still, the WhatsApp group, you were you were not happy. I, I still am, but um. But no, I mean you're right. I mean we, we do have a lack of depth, and the Europa League has kind of exposed that. To, to a degree. So, I mean, I can understand why he did start Soldado and, and why he made the changes he made, but... Well, the subs are weird, though, You, you just think if you subs. could have kept Adebayor engaged or, or just interested, then he would have been a better option, surely. And Soldado just looks like an absolutely broken man, yeah. and that miss was exactly what you expected in a way. I mean, a confident striker uses Chadley as a dummy, mm. goes round him on the right and taps it into an empty net. I mean, that's the keeper that had Chadley in his sights, so he's kind of taken in by that. And, and you, he also showed him half the goal. I, I tweeted, like, he had half the goal to aim at, so he didn't even need to round the keeper. He could have just put it in the corner. It's very strange. And particularly after the goal he scored in the first leg, the first time mm. volley that he's it, that, that takes a level of confidence. He knows what but he that, wanted to do. It's kind of the Robbie Keane syndrome, where if it's instinct, he's yeah. probably fine. But if he's got a minute to think about it, yeah, it's like suddenly point, his confidence yeah. kicks in. I, I, even when he went through, I, did, I felt... I, it didn't feel like it, it was going to go in. No, I, it's, I was watching it, I was like... It, this isn't, and then when he, he saved it, I was disappointed, and I was like, "Oh fucking hell!" But I kind of expected it, and, and that, that probably sums up Soldado's but it's, it's, and, and time. It's not person. just the miss, though, is it? I mean, his general play was hopeless, mm. and, and, and not even hopeless. <clears throat> he didn't try. He didn't even try in that game. He was so lacklustre in his movement, his lack of energy and pressing. He doesn't give man. us a platform. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's clearly deeply troubled at the moment. <sighs> he just needs to move on. And I'm really worried that we're not going to be able to find a, a club that will take him. Well, we said in the pub, it's, it's a gamble that hasn't paid off. Yeah. Uh, it's just, um, <clears throat> he just doesn't take any responsibility for anything on the pitch. Um, the ball comes to him in the area, he's back healing it to, yeah. to Charlie, I yeah. think it was. <clears throat> um, ball comes to him, he tries to, tries to just do a little flick and lay it off. He doesn't want to take anything on, on himself. Um, I mean, you know, we're, we know it's one of our calm zone and mental health is, is a real issue, but... He's coming to a point when it's, tro- it's just fucking our club up. <laughs> <laughs> him, him being him being what he is 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 fucking shit up right is, now. Have you seen the? Uh, you've ever seen Alive? That film Alive, with no. the people that crash and they have to eat. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've read. Uh, there's been a book. Yeah, yeah. I've read the book. And yeah. there's this bit with a woman who's got two broken legs. She's trapped between two seats and she's wailing. Obviously, she's in horrible amounts of pain. And one of the guys who's stressed. Yeah. Loses it and tells us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> the next morning she dies. That would be T. <laughs> T would be that guy. Don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. You're fucking up with my sleep pattern. <laughs> I sleep pattern. Yeah, I need my sleep. That's, that's what Soldado does. He's ruining. He's ruining my my support of Spurs. He ruined the trip. He, did. he really did ruin everything. You know. All right, all right. Let, 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 I know. I get it. I, I'm, die! I'm, I'm, I'm don't die! Don't die! Don't die! Don't die! I'm as frustrated as as everybody with Soldado, but you know, it's, it's not great listening to someone just constantly, all of us saying how shit he is. You know, he's a, he's a Spurs player for however long. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't mind. He gets a huge amount of abuse, social media and all the rest of it, which is... Doesn't which is, which is well, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, fair enough, if that's what someone thinks. As long as it doesn't turn into the booing that we see with Adebayor, then I'm fine with it. But if Adebayor missed that, could you imagine? Exactly. Oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind anything other, than, other than, than booing players that are in our ship trying at that particular time. Afterwards, know, fine. But. but honestly, if I didn't... The miss wasn't the be-all and end-all. It was his lack of effort throughout the game that yeah. really drove me mad. And Lamella had a terrible game, but he tried. And, and so I could forgive Lamella because he was actually trying to make things happen and he was yeah. trying to make tackles and he was charging about. And he, he's trying to get himself back into some form. I just do not get that impression from Soldado at all. Oh. Um, the only other thing I could sort of take away from the game was I thought a few of the players looked rusty. And Stombouli was one of those. He had a really good first kind of 45 minutes and then he went off the ball in the second half. And I was thinking, why has he not been involved more? Why has he sort of been... He's been out of the team for, what, five, six games? Mm. And it, it has I affected thought, him negatively. I wonder what happened to him. Yeah. He was doing some work with a fitness coach. The game a couple of weeks ago where he wasn't in the squad mm. and I saw one of the... I think it was the Evening Standard reporter saying that Stambouli's on his own doing some work with private work with a fitness coach on the pitch. I think it was either after the game or before... And it just seems that should, should he be having to do that now? He should, you know, he's um, been he's not had any they, major injuries. They or... monitor every in training. They they have like a GPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know, but I'm just saying it just maybe, seems that uh, they, they they can see on on a computer screen. Yeah, who's who's fit. But he comes in, there. kind of comes into the squad for a couple of games and disappears out of the squad for a couple of games. And I think I I think there's something I think perhaps we, we're not aware of. Maybe I, I, I don't. I think we've got a kind of pretty average footballer there. Well, and he's, he's never going to be more than a bit part and fill in when, when, when's necessary. I kind of like it. I, I, I he think wears a nice white shirt, doesn't he? he carries off a white <laughs> shirt quite nicely. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's one that, a bit like you know, I thought last year I thought Chadley was awful, and, and now I accept he's definitely not awful. I was definitely wrong about that, but he's okay. He's not amazing, but he's chipped in this season. I think Stambouli, after a season, he could he could be a, a decent squad player next year, but. I did find it a bit odd that he was kind of cast aside for a bit and then brought back in for such an important game and, and looked so rusty. Mm. Um, and, and also Eriksson was a bit frustrating in that match. I mean, he, he kept giving the ball away, was dispossessed five or six times. and He's probably frustrating for him playing behind Soldado, but I just felt like we needed him to step up, of all players. OK. Um, anything else? No, not that really. Game. Not really. It's been quite a disappointing week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out, of, out of two it's competitions fair. in a space of four days. It's yeah. fair to say, yeah. I mean, my prediction last week was that we were going to win both easily and have a go for the league. Yeah. Um, I was wrong, again. Anyway, let's move on to <laughs> Swansea and QPR. Um, they're not too bad games to, to have. Uh, I like Gary Monk. Hmm? Look a bit like you look him. a bit like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's better. And yep, cheers. And uh, he, I, I put a tweet out saying, like, imagine growing up with a, a name like Gary Monk. It must have been fucking hell. And this guy tweeted me back saying I went to school with him, and because he was so good at football, yeah, yeah, he didn't call his kid. And yeah, so he, he's slightly ginger, and I don't have any issues with ginger people. Why well, would I? Yeah, exactly. Why no, would you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't have any issue. Well, I don't want to be one. <laughs> well, you are one, so... <laughs> We're going to have trouble. You, bo- you box, though, don't you? Fucking boxes. You can say what you want, basically. Thanks. Go on, just be an horrible person. Your sarcasm's not lost on me. All right, fair enough. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, anyway, yeah, he apparently he's obviously he made it as a professional footballer, so he's great, and his gingerness and his Gary Monkness um, 
didn't affect them too badly. But what I'm getting at is that he, I quite like the way he sets out his Swansea team. And they're, they're not they're still quite adventurous. They try and play football the right way, and that's kind of been left over from Martinez. It seems to be like something that's been. It's a board thing, isn't it? The fact that the, the fan element of, of the fan ownership it's it's a way that they've they've decided a, a philosophy and a, and a logic that the football club is going to follow, and that's that's the way it sticks. And you can't deny that the success they've had is going to be down in, in part at least to that because they've they've had a structure that they follow and they stick to, and the fans accept it and the mm. fans like it. Um, uh, and it's you know it's part decided by fans. I think. Very good win at the weekend. Yeah, I mean Swansea's going to be Swansea's going to be uh, Burnley. They be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, one nil away. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's a perfect game for us, really, mm. in terms of what we need now. In, in something that you know we can we can, should be able to beat Swansea at their own game, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they won't have Tom Carroll. Not that he's been playing that much or a huge he amount. Played a fair bit. He played against Burnley. They, they it wasn't very have... good. I, I saw bits and pieces. I did didn't he, see did a huge amount of him. Wide right, ish. It, it seems to be leaning more towards that side. I don't think he particularly was. Mm. Sigurdsson was injured, and but yeah. he. Um, you could, I think Swansea they're struggling for a little bit of identity in the middle of the park, Swansea. And I think if if we do get it right, and, Eric, and our triangle of kind of Ericsson, Bentaleb and Mason get things right, then um, then we should be all right. Um, yeah, I think. Um... I mean, Swans have actually come a long way. I mean, they almost went out of business about um, about ten years ago, and um, now they're in the top thirtieth richest clubs in, in Europe. So, so yeah, they're, they're well run, aren't they? And the fact that it's uh... <laughs> oh god, <laughs> Rose, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Church, come here. Be quiet. The fact that they're owned by uh... <laughs> Twi- sorry, my dog's in the shop. Uh, come in, it's all right. Um, the fact that they're owned by, uh, you know, 20% owned by fans means that I think that's part part of the way, dude, sorry, part of the way of, of understanding that why they are, as you say, in the top 30 richest clubs. And um, It's a huge know, testament. They should be very proud of it as well, club. yeah. Yeah, the unfortunate th- thing for them is they kind of have to sell a big player every season because a player gets too big for them <laughs> and yeah, moves yeah. on. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, they did well to get the money they did for, for Bonnie, but they've left themselves really short up front. I mean, Gomez is OK, but he's not Wilfred Bonnie. and, he's, and he's fucking terrible. He's, he's a handful, and that's about it. He's, he's a, and that's because he's a physical specimen. His touch isn't great. His no. finishing is a bit erratic. And Swansea have been a bit erratic in the last few games. They've, they've, they've won the last two, I think, but they did also lose to West Brom and Blackburn. Yeah. Mm. So they're, they're very beatable, and there's no Sigerson, as Alex mentioned, um, Routledge will probably play, so I think him and Norton are the two ex-Spurs in the team. Oh, Norton. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Norton. fan of Carl Norton. Next. <laughs> I like his effort. Still need a right-back, by the way. <laughs> no, well, we don't. <laughs> after after Kirikasa's performance on Thursday, um, yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Awful performance. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think he was that terrible. No, uh, I didn't. I, didn't. Just, I, I mean, in Kirikasa's world... I thought he was all right. It, was, it wasn't as uh, as monumentally fucked up as it usually is. I think that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do you know what? Since he's played right-back, I've not had a problem with him. I think he's been all right. He's done a good job. And, and he actually puts in a, quite a teasing cross once in a while He's well. made a good few tackles. On Thursday, there was, there was a couple of a couple of decent tackles. I remember thinking, oh, maybe he's actually going to have a decent game, but then it fizzled away into nothingness. You know, um, I, the thing is, I'm not a gamer at all, but I presume that if you move out of range, it won't pick up. Yes. When you move with, that's what Kirikos looks like. I can just yeah. out of range. Yeah. I just pass it to the wrong player. A bit of lag. Yeah. yeah. I think this is exactly what. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. what watching him is like. 
Why have no. you passed it there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were, you, what were you thinking? No, I think it's going to be a decent game. I think, um, uh, like I said, perfect game for us. It'd be interesting to see who he selects now because obviously he's had to really manage this rotation in the last couple of weeks and it'd be interesting to see who he feels will bring in or now feels need a rest. I mean, in theory now, we've got you know week to week now, so it shouldn't really be a huge amount of resting per se. I mean, I know we've got Wednesday and then Sunday this this week, so we should really see the last bit of rotation perhaps this, this week and Is then... Is it Sunday? Have I got the day long? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I it's Saturday, three pm. What? Yeah, yeah. What I mean is, we got two games. What I mean, we got two yeah. games, two it's games from Wednesday to no, Saturday. No, you know what I mean? Why didn't they? I don't know. It's not like QPR wants fuck what else to do. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Why didn't they move it? No, yeah, because because I think Rick tweeted it. It's like all Arsenal were playing um, another London team, either Chelsea or West Ham. Yeah. But every, everyone, all the London teams are like in London. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's going to be interesting. That's when is everyone playing Wednesday? Just Spurs. Just Spurs. Whew, I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair. <laughs> but life isn't, I suppose. Well, we've, got, we've got a QPR on Saturday, haven't we? As I've just, just said. But that's what I mean. That's why yeah. I think with the last bit of rotation, really, this this coming week, and then it should be game the game strongest 11, hopefully, because why else? Why wouldn't you? Mm. I'm trying think of the last time we won there at Loftus Road. We don't seem to win there, do we? No. no. That was one all, wasn't it, when Sandro did his knee mm. when he was, was when he was on fire. Yeah, that was a couple of years no, ago. No, was Sandro's back, apparently, for um, Saturday. He's been missed a few, but he's supposed to be back. They've lost their last three home matches, and they haven't won in five at home. No, that means... They've yeah. Only yeah. yeah, the doctor has seen you now. <laughs> yeah. They've only won once in the last ten. So we're playing them at a great time. Are we? Yeah, I don't. Know the to... Omen. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, that goes against us. So you think Charlie Austin hat trick? Yep. Clean sheet. Absolutely. Rob Green. Yeah. <sighs> I fucking and hate QPR. Soldado, <laughs> leg breaker. On, could, they on could be. Lip. It could be four X. Four X. Nine months QPR gone. Too. Then I will kill him. No, no red card. <laughs> <laughs> no red card. Not even yellow. Poor old Bentaleb. <laughs> Won't see him again. Not, never be the same player again. <laughs> <laughs> this pod's disjointed. <laughs> I'm just going to want this. I think Flav's mind's disjointed, to be honest. Yeah. He's, he's had it. I am. Just waiting for this to end, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not true. I love doing the fight call. OK, um, yeah, but do, I mean, there's a sentence here that says, don't do protect predictions, they are always shit. And yeah. you wrote that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, can't, we can't predict for shit. We're but, all awful. We you spoke... predicted Kane. You're the king of predictions. Oh, yeah, but it's... Okay. Oh, right, okay. Actually, you said Chaddy was shit, so I think you could lose all credit. <laughs> yeah, for, exactly. Uh, I, I tell you what, you give us a prediction then, Wendy, and we'll leave it. Yeah. What, for the um, for both matches? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's see how good you are. All yeah. right, I'll say 2-1 Spurs in both. Ooh, that's a cop-out. Going to put a punt on. Because always, we always win 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do another one, better yeah. one. <laughs> better one. <laughs> OK, yeah, but as you say, it's not two bad games... I think we've only got one more difficult, really, game that's... So we've got United at home, haven't we? Have we? Away. Uh, away, sorry, yeah. And City at home. Yeah. Oh, Southampton away next month. That's uh, no problem, they've fallen away now. I'm going to that. Yeah. Like I wanted to go, but it's badly timed. Why? Um, it's near my birthday, I might be away that weekend. Oh, not as exciting as I thought it would be. No, yeah. it would be my, my life's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry at my life! Go and sit down and have a wee, you'll feel better. <laughs> Hang your head. I'm going to do a selfie. I want to start doing that. OK. All right, we've got some questions from people who listen to the show. Uh, this one's from Sergio Lucas, 1882. He said, had we won yesterday, which Spurs player would you invite out uh, on a bender to celebrate? 
Eric Dyer because he deserved the drink. The way he handled Costa all game, he was yeah, we haven't mentioned such him, a yeah. mature performance for a young centre-back. I mean, centre-back's notoriously a very hard position to play for a young footballer and he sort of had that maturity that you wouldn't have expected for someone who's not been in English football for very long. He's not played that much a centre-back and he was just so I was really impressed. Do you reckon really that would be the conversation you'd have with him on your night out? Um, <laughs> I imagine him just sort of drinking Mild. pints of stout, yeah... yeah. Pint after pint, not having any impact on him. Just, yeah. <laughs> Probably had ten pints. It's, it's like you've won, you, and you've won a competition and he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just staring at you. Answers every question as if it's an interview. Yeah. And by the time you're passed out, throwing up and soiling yourself, he just puts he'll, he'll drink drive down, home. gets up drive, and goes he'll home. Just yeah. drive home. <laughs> Fine. Without even Eric a hint of drunkenness. He's immune to the effects of alcohol. Like, yeah. No other human being on earth but Eric Dyer can just drink and drink. That's his new thing. He's now. never lashed out when drunk. Yeah. No. Nor a bye. I would take Nabil Bentaleb and I would do what that Italian officer did to Dan. <laughs> Separate his balls. I'm not quite sure on the separation of balls. What the... just put the finger in between, isn't it? And just get... I flick them. What is it? Is... I, I just flick them, like bat them. Like a cat bats a, like a ball on a string. Why? Just because he's special, isn't he? And he needs to know that he's like... <laughs> so very special. Yeah. Um, what were they looking for? Like a, like a, a flare between yeah. the balls? Yeah. Paratypic. Second. <laughs> 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 that was excellent. Um, I don't know who I'd take out. I'd, I'd take Hugo Lloris because he just seems very classy. And I reckon he'd be, he'd be, he'd be drinking... Um, yeah, but it'll be nice dinner spirits. with wine. Yeah, I know. That's not my yeah. kind of night out. So, so if it's good, OK, if a proper bender, it'll probably be um, Vlad Kirikesh. Yeah. And I reckon he'd, I reckon he'd mm. be smashing pint glasses in his face. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 and it'd make no fun. difference yeah. to his face. Good yeah. value. Um, good, good value, that lad. Yeah. <laughs> Great night out him. And then it'll probably be like, um, Tia, I bet you I can balance a pint, a full pint of beer on my head and walk from here to there. <laughs> yeah. Smash pint glass. Let's have another pint. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's, that's yeah, he, he lands, the pint glass goes into his face yeah. and yeah. it gets up like nothing's happened. Oh, I, I, no, actually, I go out of Chadley, get with, take, take me to like, Faces. You wouldn't, you'd have a nightmare. Why? You'd, you'd, you'd get left You'd though. literally be the weird... Bloke with Chadley. Do you think that hasn't happened for the rest of my life? <laughs> that's that's what I do, and then any hopes of ones that he discards. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be that one that if we lived together, I'd, I'd like he'd like bring the girls home, and I'd be up making them breakfast in the morning trying to get a date because <laughs> yeah. he's not, never going to call you back. He's yes. never going to call you back. Let, you're you done. might. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Let me take it. Let me take you out for a donut, <laughs> and we'll and we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's have a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> let me see take you out for a donut. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know, I haven't got anything to say. I didn't read the run order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I gathered. All right, and uh, Super Pav. Why, he gets a lot of questions on Super Pav. He's on Twitter. Uh, he's, it's if we had... He's from the forum as well, isn't he? Sam. Is he? Sam, OK. For the drinker. Oh, right, right, yeah, I know. If, if we had to get an animal as our... <laughs> what? If we had to get an animal as our manager... Who, what kind of animal would you get? <laughs> Who, what kind of man, animal would you get? What kind of animal would you get? I'd get a dolphin because they're very intelligent. We'd have a massive fish tank on the side of the pitch. Or a dolphin tank on the side of the pitch. <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. You're not trying to bring this back up by any chance. No, no, I'm just saying I'd have a dolphin because they're quite intelligent. Every time we see a, an inflatable dolphin oh, inside God. Spurs, yeah. T just comes on the WhatsApp and goes, 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one in Fiorentina. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple that did around. It just weirds me out. Yeah. Because some of them don't, obviously, they don't know who I am. Yeah. I just walk by, so I'm just like, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what dull thing? It's just... It's weird that it's a throwaway comment on here. I know. And it's become a thing. I suppose that's how things start. But yeah. it's, all, it's all good fun. Yeah, yeah of course. Spurs yeah. fans should be happy. Do what makes you happy. Even if, you're, even if you're a four-kit wanker, just be happy. Unless you're a Chelsea fan and doing what makes you happy causes misery to other people. Well, they true. deserve polio. <laughs> just fucking 30,000 people. Struck. And Terry. I like the idea of just being struck with polio. <laughs> Suddenly. <laughs> struck down. All polioed up. All rickets. <laughs> rickets. <laughs> See the one. Smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really wishing to put smallpox on other human beings? Yeah. They're not human beings. No, that's, no, true. that's true. That's true. Anyway, we digress. I, we do, yeah. I picked a dolphin. I'll take a swan. Because it's uh, lily take white. A lily, lily white animal. I was just thinking about it then. Swans are lily white. And also, I think Pochettino's a little bit like a swan because he's got that kind of calm persona on the outside and then under the water his little legs are going to propel <laughs> him along. He's got, he must be nervous under the surface, but you never get that from him. He seems so calm and, and yeah. controlled. And swans have kind of got a classy edge as well, I think. Mm. Could do, you know. and, and they're ugly when they're younger. And I don't know if you see pictures of him yeah, playing. Yeah, grow up into... Not a great-looking man. Yeah, um, with that weird hair. But then now he's not really either. So let's be I honest. I think he's, he's really? a relatively handsome man. I think he's got a, like a kind of quite chubby a, yeah. charm to him. Yeah, like, like me. Look at your face. Look at me, twat. I'm gonna fucking knock you out. I'm not in the mood for this. I'd have a gorilla next. I'd have a pair of drums. No, I just want him to walk on. I just want to just walk off and just bats him with backhand straight across the pitch. Joel was more like a, a gorilla. You can't have another gorilla. Yeah, you can. I want someone who can throw their own feces at other people. What would you get? Pug. A pug? <laughs> yep. Um, bankrupt Spurs asks, you can only keep one for next season, Townsend or Lamella, who's going through uh, the Benoit Suakoto Memorial X. That's a tough Which one, one is going to go like... Uh, B.A. Uh, my head would yeah. say... Lamella, but I think it will be Townsend. I think it, I think Lamella will. There'll be too many opportunities to, to get rid of Lamella, and I think there might be a time someone in Italy that will make maybe offer the money that will even come close to, to getting any of it back. I'd like Lamella to stay because as much as the criticism he gets, he obviously fits in the way that Pochettino wants to play in terms of the philosophy, in terms of what he needs him to do, in terms of how. You know, as much as he does give the ball away, how he tackles, he wins back, and, and just his general energy. But it's you know, it's it's getting. He's got one more season, so I would say I, I think Lamella will be the first to go. Strangely, it's actually a really good question because Townsend and Lamella, the only difference really in terms of their impact on the team has been. Well, the only difference between them is the one is came through our youth academy, and we paid thirty million for the other. There isn't much to choose between them. <clears> that's a weird thing to say. I know they do different things, but in terms of what they're supposed to do in that mm. right right hand side, I don't think it was necessarily a mistake to start Townsend. No, I wish we had someone much better to play in a final. But I can understand on that pitch why Townsend was chosen. But by the same token, if no one was surprised, and if Lamella had started, no one would be surprised. It was kind of like they're a fifty-fifty. So given the fact we've paid thirty million. 
And I don't even know if there's more potential in Le Milan. We don't, that's the problem, is it? We don't know. It's, str- it's strange to compare them, because they are very different players. Yes. You know, could yeah. you ever imagine Townsend doing a Rabona? No. <laughs> I don't think... But Not that that is any way relevant, but I think it's... Um, I, I, I want, I, we want to believe so much that there is more to come from Lamella, and I, and I think there probably is more to come from Lamella. Whether we'll see it or not is a different question, mm. but I think it's there. I think Townsend... I'm going back on what I originally said now, but I think... I think Townsend. I think we've seen what he can do. What he's what he can do. But then I've said that before about Gareth Bale when I sent that tweet saying get out of my club. <laughs> so I'll just shut up. Yeah, this is the thing of it being recording what we say. Yeah. You can't get everything right. Yeah, that's true. And being ninety-five percent of the time right, so I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, yeah, what about you guys? What do you think? I'd get rid of Lamella. Yeah. Yeah. Try to choose one. Yeah, I'd go to the I mean, the, the, if you combined the two of them, you'd have a really good player because Townsend lacks that finesse and quality that Lamella has in spades. But Lamella lacks the drive to, to beat a man and actually get himself into a position. Mm. And also the willingness to use his right foot. I think Townsend, that is something I really admire about Townsend, that he worked on his right foot as a young player so much that he's now as good at crossing the ball on his right as he is on his left. And Lamella is so... Oh, yeah, or is bad, yeah. But, I mean, Lamella's so one-footed and it it does limit him a lot. He's always wanting to see the play. He he sort of stands side-on on the right and he will only pass it inside. He won't go on the outside and it does limit what he can achieve. And it makes you wonder whether he needs to play in the middle to get the best out of him, which he did at the start of the season. Um, And I do worry that, like Al said, we... Is there that much more to come? We keep saying there must be more, there must be more, he'll get there. And at the start of the season, he was getting assists and he was getting the occasional goal, so it was fine. You could put up with slightly lacklustre performances. But those are dried up now, and we're left with someone who tries hard and does put in good tackles and works hard for the team, and that's not what you expect for a player that costs so much. Weird, isn't it? I feel for, I feel for Townsend slightly because I think it's fair to say, you know. He's not shooting anywhere near as much as as he was. So, and I think that's obviously been something that's been said to him. Say, look, you know, you have to curtail this. We're going to work on different aspects of your game. He was obviously told AVB. I think it's quite, you know, it's fair to say that it was him shooting all that much was was down to AVB. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a lot, again a chopping and changing. And so I do feel for him slightly. I think, like I said, the fact that next season. Is going to be is going to be key for for players such as those guys if they're if they're going to be there moving forward. The irony of this is that Lamella's had that the exact, exact same thing. Mm. He, he was much more adventurous than he has been. He's become a much more pragmatic footballer uh, recently. And, and I, I, I'm not saying he's got any better, mm. but he's not losing the ball nearly as much as he did before. And it's good, even though in both cases it hasn't been a massive success in changing their player playing style. It's good that our managers looking at it and the coaching staff looking at it and go, that isn't working and we need to change. Uh, is the problem that neither of them are good enough? And, uh, I think I, I think we just have to trust what Pochettino and and the and the club does. I now. do it's, completely. Yeah, They're still both young and they've got room to grow. And we we've seen that Pochettino's improved players already, and we just have to hope that he can get the best out of those two. And I think to be fair, Townsend showed signs of improving in the last few games. He's put in some reasonable performances. I thought he played quite well when he came on against Fiorentina. He's probably one of our brighter players in that match. Um, so hopefully he'll just keep going on upward trajectory. All right, cheers, bankrupt Spurs. Um, question from Hayden Gribble on Facebook. That's a good name. Uh, what species do you think Diego Costa actually is? 
Um, I've got a fucking clue. I've got a fucking <laughs> clue. But he is not. How old is he? Say so he is 25, is it? Fuck off. What is that? No, he's not. I, I've, I get a lot of stick for looking a lot older than 28. Mm. Uh, and if that cunt is anywhere near 25, <laughs> then uh, if he's proved that, that, I'll sit down and wee like that for the rest of my life. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. He is 34. <laughs> Without doubt. Yeah. 100%. Check his passport. Yeah. He was born on the 7th of July. Um, yeah. 1971. Yes, yes. <laughs> that would make him a lot older than 34. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. no, he's a very weird player, Costa. He's such a wind-up merchant. And he loves it, though, and that's part yeah. of it. He's, he's Mourinho and a player, isn't he's, he? Yeah. He's, he's a bit Cunt. of a Suarez type. He, he gets on top of players from the, the minute the match kicks, his off, kicks off. He, he's winding them up, pulling hairs... Elbows, you just, anything you can do to get an advantage. Every, I, I was sitting there when he scraped um, Bentaleb down the face. I wasn't sure how much was in it, but the way Bentaleb reacted, because I was literally, I was at least a mile from the incident, <laughs> right at the back of the stadium, um, and so I couldn't see. But he, I, in that moment, I was watching it. Just, I was going, just lay him out, hmm. just, just fucking hit him, <laughs> smash him to bits. Yeah. So he's on his back. <laughs> Just not moving for a bit, and he gets up and everything's all right. But, <laughs> but for that moment, I was just like so angry, yeah. and I was like, I'll take a red card for that, just to see it and play it back forever. That will last forever. Yeah, every the time ones you ever. feel sad, watch it on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. We lost anyway, yeah. but we would have had that. No, it's uh, yeah. Chris is right. It's just he's it sums him up. It, that's what he does to gain his edge. He's a fantastic finisher as well, but other. You know, it's it's part of him, and that's that's what they want. They want that siege mentality and and just that nastiness. And I do think it's something that we lack a little bit of. Um, but he's just a cunt. He, um, do you reckon he does get home after a night out and looks in? Maybe had a couple of bits of drink. Not all there mentally. He's not there mentally. No. And he looks in the mirror and just goes, "I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look at my face." It's, that's it's why he was bizarre. taking on Ben Tleb and Dyer because they're youthful. They actually are young. Yeah, they are. They've, they've got futures ahead of them. They are the age they say they are. Yeah. 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 He's the same age as Ryan Mason. If you put them together, or I'm a year older. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's mental. But there is, was all that always that kid at school, in in and like he's come he come from Turkey, and he's like says he's fourteen. He ain't fourteen. Yeah. He's twenty one at least. <laughs> he's got a full fucking beard and chest hair. <laughs> I saw it. This is the same guy who... I'm that kid, just not Turkish. Uh, this is the same guy who um, who had leather socks with zips, pockets. Leather socks? Yeah, yeah. It was either that or, pockets. Some, or some sort of ankle wallet. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Leather socks? But it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying like I'm taking Your a piss. Your feet would be so sweaty. <laughs> well, it, it, probably an ankle ankle wallet. I've never seen one before, but that's what I'm assuming. Ankle wallet, it just says it, like nonchalant, you know, an ankle wallet. an ankle wallet. What's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. Someone's got an ankle on it. We've got a problem about Tarkin powder, isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember that episode of Yeah, All right. I think that's it. Uh, slightly subdued, but I thought we did some good podcasting today, guys. It was all right. I, I, it's just weird. You've been quite it's self-deprecating today, uh, Al. I don't know. It's been driving all the way from Bristol here. It's been <laughs> 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 no, it's uh, it's been good. It's all right. It's, it's ever with this. It's therapy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's therapy. Exactly. All right, thank you all for coming down. Um, this has been the Fighting Cock podcast by the fanzines. Come to you in 82. Bye.
like a top draw whore when she don't see box. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mommy. Ha ha, fighting cock and we don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat baits and prick. We can get a sticky in the mini sucking willy. When you're getting grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli. Bye, bye. Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.